Hey, welcome to episode 14 of console.warren, a podcast where we talk about what's new and noteworthy in software development. If you like what you hear, please consider liking or subscribing. Today, let's talk about quantum computing. A quantum computer would harness more power than we as humans can possibly understand. If you watched 60 Minutes the other night, I think the most enlightening example was when they said that an algorithm that would take all of the supercomputers on Earth about 15 million years to crack would be cracked by a quantum computer in minutes. And humans now, they say, are about 5 to 10 years away from quantum computing becoming a reality, which would be a civilization-changing event. Now, if there are advanced forms of life in the universe, it's not a stretch to think that they are harnessing the power of quantum computing as well. The theoretical physicist Michio Kaku says that if aliens are real, and he thinks they most certainly are, they undoubtedly are using quantum computing to travel through black holes. He says that this may explain why we can't detect them with our current technology. And if these advanced civilizations exist, they undoubtedly would have the ability to create advanced simulated realities. Nick Bostrom, a Swedish philosopher at the University of Oxford, is known for his simulation hypothesis. Essentially, he says that one of the following must be true. One, advanced human-level civilizations go extinct before they create advanced simulations. Two, advanced civilizations exist, but they are just not interested in creating simulations. Or that three, advanced civilizations exist and they do create advanced simulations. Now, if the third is true, then the number of simulated realities would vastly outnumber actual realities, and the chances are that we are in one of these simulated realities. It's kind of an interesting thing to think about, especially if you've seen the movie The Matrix. I had this idea years ago that the concept of an infinite universe might be more logically consistent within the framework of a simulation rather than within reality. If you're representing an infinite universe in a computer simulation, you can just continually expand the numerical representation of the volume of space with a number. Of course, while you would be limited by the amount of computational power, it's possible that advanced quantum computers would make an infinite universe more feasible, especially if you didn't have to show the whole universe at once sort of like a really, really advanced video game. To me, this makes a lot more sense than the idea that we are living in an endless physical universe because, well, how could something in reality be never-ending? If Bostrom's third option is true, and if civilizations have the technical ability to create highly complex simulations or simulated realities, they would do it. Well, we're doing it right now, albeit at a much smaller, crude scale, but if quantum computing happens, just imagine the number of simulations that we'd create. We would create complex simulations to predict weather, wars, famine, poverty. Foreign and monetary policy decisions could be run through a simulated country to predict their outcome on the masses. We'd use them to predict market crashes, pandemics, healthcare outcomes, and to study human behavior and cure disease. Then we'd turn the dials a little bit and tweak things and run it again. We'd run billions of these or trillions of these. So let's pretend that Bostrom is right and that we are living in one of these simulations created by an advanced life form. Maybe we are in a simulation 
to study how disease spreads in societies. Maybe disease is a relatively new concept for this advanced civilization, or maybe they eradicated it a long time ago in their society, but maybe they still want to understand and be able to predict any disease in the future. But what happens if the participants, us, inside of this simulation, start to understand quantum computing? What happens if the participants start to understand and harness the very thing that is powering the simulation? Now, if you're running the simulation, maybe you let it run out for a little bit longer. Maybe you let us create simulations inside of the simulation, and then those simulations create other simulations, and you'd have a Russian doll effect. But eventually, they would shut it down because, well, that's not really the point of the experiment. Or maybe we're in a simulation to see how long its participants take to reach technological supremacy, which would be quantum computing. Just like how we might run simulations to see how long it might take a rogue nation to acquire a nuclear weapon. But once the goal of the simulation is reached, then what? What happened in the Matrix when Morpheus and his crew discovered the truth? To me, there's something a little terrifying about scratching the surface of the creator's workbench. I think understanding too much of the inner workings of nature, well, it feels like a bad idea. And while we might not actually be in a simulation, and for all the good that quantum computing will do, like cure disease, I think humans need to stop and think before we unleash the power of the universe onto this troubled planet. One more thing to ponder. We know that number two in Bostrom's hypothesis isn't true, but what if number one, the idea that advanced civilizations go extinct before they reach the ability to create simulations, what if that's true? And if we are on the verge of gaining access to one of the most powerful computers in the universe, what are our chances that we will be the one civilization in the history of the universe to break this terrible streak and not go extinct before reaching technological supremacy? Does this mean that we are on the verge of extinction?